So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast, episode 147 for May 6, 2018. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McVane. So I've got this non-dairy ice cream. And? It's really good. Is it? What? What is it? What, it, what kind of flavor is it? Uh, Coffee caramel fudge. Why is it's non-dairy, it not? so it's sadness flavored. <laughs> Why is it not mint chocolate chip the best flavor? I actually would agree with Nathan on that one. Come on. Uh, Rowan, they, why you they didn't have it in non-dairy. Oh, why did you get non-dairy? Yeah, for funsies. That's that's dumb. See, normally I think of things like non-dairy, and I think of like, how am I going to make myself suffer a little bit today? I drank pea milk last night. Wait, pea what? Milk? Oh, pea as in like P-E-A. Okay. No, it's Aroa. I, I wouldn't go to that conclusion so quickly. <laughs> it was really, really good. That's that's good. Anyway, we're moving on to Connor. Uh, Hi. We, we're we're joined by Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Yeah, I, I don't actually, you know, watch anime or play League. Yes, you used to play League, and you sometimes watch anime. I, I, League's not a good game, though. We should probably update yeah. our, uh, our opening credits. No, uh, you've seen, uh, you've seen full, not Full Metal Alchemist, um, <laughs> you've seen, you've seen Avatar The Last Airbender, right? That's an uh, anime. Nope. That's I've an seen, anime. like, the first four episodes of it, and I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good anime. I've never seen the appeal. Uh, of anime, or just of Avatar? Avatar The Last Airbender. I thought it was good. Uh, I, I liked it. It's just, I don't really care about a kid's problems. I mean, I know <laughs> I should give it an honest chance, but with the first four episodes, hey, look at that. I'm the, the I will admit it changes the tides a bit. It I don't gets better sh- later on after uh, they get all the exposition out of the way and it yeah. just becomes like a monster of the week kind of thing. Well, and oh, okay. I actually like I actually like the the characters in it as well. So I I liked the episode where they had the the monster that ate your face if you showed any emotion. That was a pretty cool concept. Yeah, and there was also one where like a waterbender uh, on certain nights could like have her power amplified and then do blood bending and like force people to like exit the all their blood from their body. So that was, was like during a full moon or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think that we need to go to and ask, what games have you been playing this week? I know Connor was just playing Mortal Kombat X. I'm actually still playing Mortal Kombat X. I'm just uh, pausing it until I can mute myself and get back to it. I'm playing. There's lots and lots of thunder. So hopefully my everything doesn't die. Yeah. Just just upload whatever we get through before your power inevitably comes out. It'll be fine. Yeah, and my my question is, uh, what other games have you played this week? Uh, who, Connor? Yes, I Connor. recently made myself some custom amiibo, as I might have said the other day, which got me back into Zelda like nobody's business. Nice, it's, nice. Uh, Breath of the Wild, specifically. It's such a good game. Uh, just I, I recently found out that you could like toggle that hero mode option. 
And I, I kind of knew you could turn it on before, but I never really used it to like plan to go to places I haven't been to yet. It's been fun. Oh, right, because the hero mode, in case you don't know, will track your steps. Right, and it'll, so it'll, it'll give you a path you, of everywhere you've been. Yeah, it'll show you everywhere you've been, and it'll track up to 200 hours, which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty neat. Uh, and Luc- or fucking Lucifer, what the hell am I talking about? Um, Aroa. Aroa. What games have you played? Um, I played Undertale yesterday. I saw that. How far did you get? I did my yearly hour. You know, it's only like a six and a half hour game, right? Yeah, I know. I am very close to the end if the soundtrack list is anything to go off of. <laughs> and how how are you liking it? Are you going to upload that to YouTube? Uh, yeah, I was editing it last night, and then I spent an hour and a half uh, doing one like 15 second scene in after effects uh you so did, did you know there's a a setting in xsplit now that allows you to separate the audio tracks oh that's cool yeah so you could I mean, you could I'm, record i'm already XSplit doing that in obs right. right i i don't know i've never liked obs as much as xsplit probably because the user interface just isn't as good the, the ui in xsplit is a lot better I will admit. Yeah. It it has it feels like OBS was just kind of cobbled together. That's because it was. Yeah, exactly. And they kind it of It feels like an open source application. Yeah. Be, because it is an open source application. So yep. it's like going from Photoshop to GIMP. Not yeah, not not to that extreme. Yeah, it's not quite that bad, but it yeah. is pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It because GIMP, you're like, oh man, I can do so much with it. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just got to learn how to do anything with it. Exactly. So uh, the at- big issue when I switched over to GIMP, which you know, didn't last too long, was do I bother learning all the new macros or do I just change everything to be more comfortable like Photoshop? Which one did you do? Uh, I just uninstalled GIMP and went back to Photoshop. It was much easier. Yeah, and if you're on Windows and you don't want to pirate Photoshop, Paint.net does a very respectable job. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few free ones. I think I got one from a Humble Bundle, so like a, a photo editing thing that's pretty decent. So, yeah, Paint.net is it, it's closed source, so you know it's not it's not Libre like uh like uh, GIMP, but. Its its UI is very reminiscent of Photoshop, and has a has a really decent array of tools and whatnot. But it's also free, right? Which is great can't you, because we love free. Yeah, can't you just straight up get CS uh, five for free now or three or something like that? Two. Oh, that's a uh, that's yes. a little far back. You can get two for free. So, I mean, did you play? Did you play any other games, Aroa? Um, I've I've been playing. Uh, Egg Inc. on my phone. What? You you uh, have a lot of chickens, and they hatch eggs, and then and and you sell the eggs to make money so you can buy uh, upgrades for your chickens. Is it a clicker game? Yes. <laughs> but I, but I got the premium upgrades that let me just hold the button down instead of tapping it. So I played Xenosaga. 
that the, is that the one on the Switch, or is that, am I thinking of the Xenoblades too? You're thinking the, Xenoblade Chronicles too. I mean, I'm playing Xenosaga for the PlayStation the thesis, Two. Piss, 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 two. Yes, and it is very long so far. It has forty hours of cutscenes. Damn, forty hours of cutscenes. And I didn't realize those I, games were. Uh, I I didn't actually realize those games started off the PlayStation One era. They did. Uh, they they started off with uh, Xeno Gears was the original, and then PlayStation Two got Xeno uh, Xeno Saga One, Two, and Three, and they were planning on making it like Star Wars. They wanted Xeno Gears to be Episode Four, so they were going to make Xeno Saga One, Two, and Three. And then it was going to go into Xeno Gears, and they were going to remake Xeno Gears, and then have a uh, a uh, two others after that. So they were going to have episode five and six, and they never did that. So they only have Xeno Saga one, two, and three for the PlayStation Two, and then they moved on and started making the Xeno Blade games. Also, the games do not share a world, so Xeno Gears isn't actually connected to Xeno Saga because they scrapped the idea and Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade are not connected to Xeno Saga either. They're you all don't say. Yeah, they're all different. Oh man, so, that is uh that's that's just not interesting at all. I am so bored of this conversation right now, Reed. Hey, um I did forget to mention um I'm probably going to finally, uh, once I finish Undertale, maybe, or, or maybe I'll just stream it. I don't know. I'm I'm probably gonna dust off my Xbox One soon, because I found out that Breakdown, one of the coolest games on the original Xbox, got backwards compatibility uh, in mid-April. Yes, yes, it with, did with the Xbone. Yeah, Breakdown is that the game that had you walking around in those giant like steel cages? No. Well, tell me about Breakdown, sir. You like it so much. Breakdown is basically a first-person anime. So Mm. you you wake up, you don't have any memory of who you are, and uh, you go through this tutorial scene showing you how the game works. And like the the main standout thing is that you have a body. And like everything feels very physical, so like when you jump, like it, it's not it's not a a regular first person shooter jump where you just go up and then down. Like you have to jump. Like it, it feels re- really physical. And like when you do dodge rolls in combat, like your vision actually rotates and it has a blur effect on it and stuff. It's really cool. Oh, and, so it gives you motion sickness. Yeah. And um, like if you want to, if you pick up an item, you actually have to, you have to press a button to grab the item and then you hold it and then you have to press another button to put it into your inventory. And like reloading is all done really slowly like that. Uh, But one of the, one of the things that uh, they showed off in the review that I saw of it way back in the day is in that opening uh, section after you get through the tutorial. Uh, a lady comes through a time portal um, and beats up some some weird guys that are in there to to kill you. And then you had just eaten a, a tranquilizer uh, 
cheeseburger. So she grabs you and brings you over to the toilet and makes you vomit. And and she actually like she she basically fr- from the camera's perspective, she's basically just pokes you in the face. Uh, but then you <laughs> vomit in first person, and it's amazing. That's uh, that's great. That sounds. Uh, like yeah, it, live his li- uh, live his lifelong dream of being an aging guy with no memories. And you like there, there's a it's it's a first person shooter, but a lot of at least in the early parts of the game, um, you're also fist fighting, and that's all done still in first person and like i don't know it, it's just really really cool and you eventually get superpowers and stuff because it's an anime yay superpowers so you haven't played that though i, I however have played final fantasy 14 and, and and persona 5 it's a good game connor don't lie to your people that listen to the show like that but persona 5 is a good game well that's an incorrect opinion it is a correct opinion. We went through the Metacritic scores. That's fine. They made a mistake. I believe it has a 93% on Metacritic. Mm, that's pretty good, but uh, that, that 7% really is what makes means, and breaks the game. Which means you're yeah. wrong. Hey, Aro, how, how do you feel about Persona? Uh, all of them are really boring. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Hey, Nathan, go fuck yes. yourself. That's... Um, Oh no! Here, here's a review. Here's a review. Two uh, people with sick bad battery. Two people I'm with done bad with opinions. this game. It's unfair and hardcore punishing. I'll never buy a Persona game again. Thanks apostrophe s for wasting my time. You don't really know when the time is up. It says you have two days left, but you actually already lost, and the game doesn't tell you. It lets apostrophe s you level up and do stuff just to find out you have to go back a week. So so so. He doesn't know how to play the game. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like maybe uh, that was basically <laughs> written review. Well, here's here's uh, game critics. They're they're an actual like they're a critic review. They oh, give it okay. sixty six. Ooh, why? Uh, Persona Five is periodically fascinating, but it's unable to maintain the required level of interest and energy over such an extended running time. If it were half as long and cut out most of the repetition, it'd be a much tighter, more enjoyable experience. As it stands, adventuring with the Phantom Thieves sags way too often to be a heartfelt recommendation. So it's they don't like it because it's long and boring. It's, it's what yeah, I got. Long and boring. I but what about? Those. But you're reading select reviews out of, out yeah, of mo- it, right? Most of the, actually, that's the only one that's under eighty. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, as I was saying, you're reading like the select reviews. You're you're like the people who argue um and they're like socialism socialism is bad why venezuela (laughs) and it's like uh can you name any other countries no because that would ruin my argument the second lowest review says that the game is good it's just that the core message of the story doesn't always hit okay that's (laughs) all right so now Look up reviews of Breakaway or Breakout, whatever game you're looking at. Breakdown? Bre- yeah, Breakdown. Uh, breakout. Super Breakout. For the for the original Mac or Oregon Trail. No, Breakdown. 71. Okay. Yeah, see? So, your game sucks. 
Anyway, anyway. My game? A fairly Arella, awful Arella. experience with just a literal handful of inspired moments. And since these moments are so heavily scripted, you're better off just watching videos of it instead. <laughs> yes, and you should comment after you post your video. Watch them at this link. From mindless AI to boring and generic level design, Breakdown plays out more like a bad Schwarzenegger flick, repetitive, unfunny, and without soul, than a work of staggering genius. Yet still, this is one of those bad games I couldn't help but enjoy, even as I cursed its very existence. So, so that, that was IGN. Wow. So, what you're saying is you get Stockholm syndrome playing it. Yes, yeah, that's can't, probably why I love it. Yeah, can't spell IGN without ignorance or ignorance yeah, without course. IGN. Microsoft's Xbox World gave it a 95 and said it's the greatest experience they have ever had in all their years of gaming. Wow. It's what better we- than Halo. They literally said, that's right, Xbox owners. In many regards, it even surpasses Halo. What 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 game? This is breakdown. <laughs> oh, okay. It does not surpass Halo. I'm like they're not even the same genre. They're not, yeah, they're they're first person. They're first it's, person it's, shooters. Like it has more in common with like probably has more in common with a survival horror game than a, than a regular first-person shooter. Yes, probably. Um, so let, let's move on from the games we've played. Uh, Persona 5's good. And we're going to move on to ridiculing my friend real quick. Because I don't know if you know about this, Aurora, mm-hmm. but I have a friend who really wants a bell for in the game like the only thing he comments on on my facebook all the time is that he thinks we should have a bell and connor what yeah yeah he thinks that like when a new conversation is happening or when something interesting happens we ring a bell to to indicate that it's interesting (laughs) and i've been telling him he's been telling me this does he have like a two second attention span? I yeah, don't know. It helps know. with his goldfish brain. <laughs> so he's been telling me this since I started, since I told him about my podcast. He's been telling me to get a bell because he started listening to it at work. And it, anyway, he just decided he wanted me to have a bell. He, I, don't, I don't have anything metallic that I can hit. Oh, wait, yeah, I do. So he. He messaged Connor. He doesn't even know Connor, and he messaged Connor. Don't do not do that. That's creepy, man. Come on. That's creep, right, Connor? Yeah, it's a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. And I think he said something about... There you go. There there you go. You got your bell, Pay James. attention, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta say, I think I just heard Jim's neck snap up to get his attention to the podcast. Did it work, Jim? Did it work? <laughs> Um, anyway, we're, we're going to move on to some stories. Uh, no, we're not. Aroa, what was it that you banged? That sounded like a pot. Do you just have a pot next to your computer? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a metal thermos. Ah, that'll do it. Oh, you see, I will, I will admit that before, uh, I have like made macaroni and cheese and then just ate it out of the, the pan, I pot, the pot I made it in. I would just, I did that whenever I lived with my parents. Yeah. It was all right. So anyway, we're going to move on to some stories. I actually posted these stories early this week. 
You did. I got to read them. It was nice. Yeah, it was amazing. Got to do research and stuff. So the first story we're going to talk about is Facebook. Facebook is making a dating app. Which sounds awkward. Yeah. I don't even think it's a dating app. It's part of... Oh, right, Facebook, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's, uh, what it looks like you're doing, and I don't have this article in front of me, so I'm going a little bit off memory, is that it creates like a part of your account that is separate from your friends. Yes. And then it takes uh, information from your account, your interests, your mutual friends, etc., to try to match you with people nearby who would have similar interests and friend groups. Yes. And so it says Facebook is invading Tinder space with a new set of dating features. It will let people opt in to creating dating profile on facebook it will only be visible to non-friends so your friends can't make fun of you for (laughs) using the facebook dating app uh and it'll oh and uh yeah non-friends who also opted in the dating uh it will match you by a slew of preferences and because it has more data on you than any other app other than the nsa dating app which is coming out uh (laughs) <laughs> it could deliver more relevant matches. The feature will start testing later this year. Um, it explains that potential matches will be recommended based on dating preferences, preferences, things in common, and mutual friends. They'll have the option to discover others with similar interests through their groups or events. So how it will work. Opt in to create a profile with just your first name. Your profile won't be visible to friends, users who aren't on the dating feature, and it won't show up in the news feed. Oh, good. It's not going to say, I got I got uh, 50 points in Facebook dating app. Please join me. <laughs> um, you'll browse events in your city and groups that match your interests. You can select unlock. You can select to unlock one for dating. Then you'll see the profiles of other dating users who've unlocked that surface. That's creepy. Kind of, that's kind of like what? so. So let's say you're scrolling through, and it's like, oh, we're having like people who like D- Dungeons and Dragons, and you click that you like Dungeons and Dragons, and it'll show you users that you might be matched with who also like Dungeons and Dragons. You know what? I'm I'm actually kind of okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind it, actually. Uh, you can browse through people's profiles that show off a few of their photos, plus some basic information about them. Uh, you'll be shown people based on mutual interests and friends, plus other data Facebook hands to you. Yes, just other data. Thanks for being so, uh, you know, explaining it so well. There we go. I was trying to think of words. Uh, if you're both int- if you're both interested, interested, you'll be able to start a conversation with someone in someone's inbox and they're having an inbox that's separate from messenger and whatsapp i didn't realize whatsapp had its own separate messenger i just like how this is going to become like hey facebook told me you like anime want to see my pelvis well that's the cool part only text can be sent yeah in so the messaging. no yep. no pictures Oh, yeah, that's that's why they say, hey, do you want to see it? You know, we'll go down this yeah. road, we'll exchange numbers. You oh, can't just send that to people you know, without consent. What the you hell just do you got really loud, Connor. I did. You did. He got passionate for a moment. Yeah, I he did. got. <laughs> he got into these, it. Uh, these kind of things frustrate me. Why? Uh, the but idea Connor, that... how do you know if she's interested if you don't send her your peepee? Well, you usually try to have a conversation with them. But uh, you could just send her your peepee. 
Yeah, that's what that's what Aroa does. He just slides if, into their DMs. If she like your pee pee, then she will suck. Yeah. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. I, uh, Give good suck. Um, I don't think that's right, uh, Asian low voice Aroa. So so anyway, at the Give very, good to suck. Stop, stop it, bad bad. <laughs> all of you, stop it. Uh, so it says at the very least you're a lot less likely to get catfished on date uh face date. Um which I mean that could still happen. Being catfished is is universal. universal. But yeah, instead of creating a face account on OKCupid, I'll just make a face Facebook account and catfish people. Yeah, exactly. Problem solved. Zuck. Yeah, Zuck Zuckerberg. So uh speak, speaking of which on an unrelated note, did you guys know that you could get banned on Facebook for pretending that you're someone other than who you actually are? Yes. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? Uh because you're Facebook's a cuck. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Also it, it ruins their data. I I promote that. Oh, I kind of okay. think I'm gonna go in there and intentionally remove my data. Like I guarantee you that's the main reason why they even give a shit. Because it messes up their anal- their their Cambridge analytics. Um, so let's move on to some insane people. Who here believes that the Earth is round, more like a sphere? I agree, it's round, but um, definitely that it's spherical. But maybe, maybe could we get rid of the z-axis? Can we just you know make it two dimensional, like a flat Earth or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I think I that think would it be like a like an ellipse. We could we could create some sort of society based around it being flat. Hmm, like a flat Earth society sounds sounds kind of retarded. Yeah, anybody like it just sounds stupid. I don't think anyone would buy it. So, uh, but theoretically, if people did buy it, they would come up with some crazy theories as to why it exists. Um, <laughs> yes, I he, didn't read this. He's reading it's it now. Just now. It's, so, it gets pretty funny. It says, Flat Earthers from around the globe have gathered once again for a conference. Over 200 people attended the conference in Birmingham, UK. Also, that's a very low amount of people. Um, the Hundreds of years after the uh, people first circumnavigated the Earth, and thousands of years after we discovered that it was round. As you, as you would expect, the Flat Earthers, uh, they were there trying to give theories at the conference. When you're claiming that the Earth is a big circle rather than a sphere, your theory needs a lot of weird sub-theories to back it up. So, one speaker explained that we're living in a Pac-Man world. So that's why that's why this story has to do with video games. Of course. It's that- I-, I like the part where he explains his explanation. Yeah. Because normal people hear that and they go... Uh, I don't think that's right, buddy. This so, guy, he goes to a conference and boasts about it. So his theory... Do you want to explain it, uh, Aroa? I just... I clicked on the, on the link under where it says one speaker even explained how we're all living in a Pac-Man world. Yeah? And the fucking picture... No turtles, just pillars. <laughs> yes. So... Um, oh, so it's not real. No, it's not. It's not real. We're we're constantly moving upward, and that's what's keeping us on the planet. Is that we're just moving up at a certain mile per hour. Um, mm, magnets and magnets. Yeah, moon magnets don't exist. Isn't isn't like something about? Ma- I don't know, man. 
No, no, uh, no. Gravity doesn't exist. The only true force in nature is electromagnetism. Yeah, oh, if anything, okay. he's saying that only magnets exist. Oh, okay. He used a Nikon camera and a mobile app to track movements of the moon across the sky. Okay. And uh, disprove the laws of planetary motion. Ah, I see. So, uh, my research destroys Big Bang cos cosmology. Researcher, or speaker David Marsh claimed... It supports the idea that gravity doesn't exist, and the only true force in nature is electromagnetism. You're right. Um, Marsh, 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 not March. Marsh claims, uh, based on his experiments he conducted in his own back garden, which are the ones you just spoke about, where he took a Nikon camera, tracked the the pa patterns of the moon, moon, the moon. Uh, now, if you think that's pushing it, brace yourselves because this is where it really gets weird. Flat Earther Darren Nesbitt explained to the audience that people may not have met a wall or edge of the planet on their travels because of the Pac-Man effect. So he says, we know so that, we know that continuous east-west travel is a reality. Yes. But one logical possibility for those who are truly free thinkers and not running under the world of the globalists. Space-time wraps around, get a Pac-Man effect. So what he's saying is not, not the simple solution of we live on a spherical Earth. When, we hit the, when you hit the edge of the Earth, space-time is gone. There's nothing outside of the Earth. And you loop back around. Yes. So You go, you go back to the beginning of the Earth. So what what he's saying, and if 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 you don't know what Pac-Man is, obviously you know what Pac-Man is, but you might not know what he's talking about. Is when there there's two little things on the side of the of Pac-Man, and when you go through the right one, you then come out the left side. And can, so can we uh, can we try that again without saying the word like thing four or five times? The side of the map in Pac-Man is two small slits where if you move into it, you go from one edge of the map to the other. Yes. Yeah, much in this same similar, this guy is proposing that this world, our world, our flat world, of course, has like these natural barriers that unless you're moving through these tiny little slits in the electromagnetic stream, you will, you know, be, you will be prevented from moving. Similarly, if you are not prevented from moving, if you can glide through, you will be returned on the other end of this electromagnetic I'm going to use the word stream again for lack of better understanding the wave, I guess. But but here's the problem with what the with how you're saying it, Connor. Uh, don't get me wrong. This whole thing is fucking retarded. There's a problem in it in that it doesn't make sense. But right, I'm right, right. No, my, 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 my problem is the way you're explaining it is making it sound like he actually put thought into this. Right. Yeah, I guess oh, that was my sure that He spent many, many hours up at night smoking a lot of crack <laughs> thinking about this. How, how can people be so, there's, there's guys, pictures, guys. Guys, guys, guys. Australia? Australia is not real. Oh, it's yeah. Is, isn't that something that people say is that Australia doesn't exist? It's a hoax made for us to believe that Britain moved over their criminals to some place, but in reality, all these criminals were loaded off the ships into the water, drowning. It's a cover-up oh. of one of the greatest mass murders in history made by one of the most prominent empires. Oh, so Australia d doesn't exist. And then there are other people who believe Your that Your Australian Australia... friends 
They're actors, computer-generated personas, part of a plot to trick the entire world. Yes, my Australian friends. Think, if you think you've ever been to Australia, you know that wrong. That would explain why every single Australian person I've met is very attractive. The plane pilots? They're all that, actors. That, that fly to Australia? They just fly you to, like, South America. And then, oh. and then they just clear out of space, and then all these actors pretend to be Australian. I like how on a row of said Australia is like a Disneyland park. You walk through the gates and people are just like, good eye. <laughs> exactly what it is. All right, I have a new, a new idea. We're going to open up Australia Land. I think Australians might have a problem with that. <laughs> Maybe. They might. We could, uh, you could go there and you could get Australia Land t-shirts and you could you can eat. get shrimp. You can eat Vegemite. And Vegemite. And Veg- then you could die by a spider bite. Have Have either of you ever had Vegemite? Yeah. It is no. disgusting. It's okay. It, it is awful. It is, it I, is very, I, I very bad. I didn't particularly enjoy it, but I didn't think it was awful. I thought it was awful. Anyway. It was a little bland, if anything. Yeah. So, that being said... This flat earther uh, is wrong. The world is yeah. a sphere. The easiest conclusion, or the simplest conclusion is usually the correct one. And the simplest conclusion is that the world is a sphere. Or. Or. That it is a series of rings. Rings. Connected together. That give the appearance of being a sphere. Or, or Earth is banana shaped. The, yes. Are, are we just throwing crazy stuff out there? I'm going with banana shaped. You know, that makes more sense than being flat. And all the weird theories that they have for it being flat. If anything, it's more appealing to me. Yes. Or, <laughs> or so, so, so the Pac-Man effect, what if it's actually just that the globalists have created a teleportation beam? So whenever you get close to the edge of the earth, they teleport you to the other side. Nathan, did you notice the role gets like a, an Alex Jones voice or something like that whenever <laughs> he really gets into it? Yeah, he's, he's, it's transforming in front of me. Pretty soon he's going to be taking his shirt off, yelling at people. <laughs> it's kind of funny you say that, and I'm not wearing a shirt. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, no. this is not much different than his usual Saturday afternoon. That's, it, well, it's Sunday, though. Uh, yeah, Sunday is what I meant. There we go. Well, you know, uh, just to finish off this flat Earth story, some people believe that the Earth is flat, and some people believe Persona 5 is a good game. You know, it's just people have shitty opinions sometimes. What, do you, what can you do about it? Try to prove them wrong? Try to make them see the error in their ways? Or just, you know, realize some things can't be changed? Some people just make wrong decisions? 93%, like people who like Persona 5? 93% on Metacritic. And then you get on with your life. Not if, in denial if, at if all. We were, if we were going based on on percentage of people who believe something. So 99% of people know that the, earth, the world is, is round. <laughs> See, this sounds like a logical fallacy that you're getting into. Uh, I, I feel like there was once a time where a majority of the world believed that Jervis Krabs, our Lord and Savior, uh, was the reason why we weren't all burning in hell. So, you know, give your money to the church or whatever. Well, yes. And, hey. We don't believe in God anymore either, do we? Right, right, we, we do. We do. Read and Nathan. Do. Also, don't no, don't forget about Brexit. Praise yeah. Jeebus. Obviously, more people equals correct option. 
Usually, usually Wait, it does. Wrong. Um, like look at million Elvis fans can be wrong. Yeah, look at uh, look at our political system. More people voted for Hillary Clinton, so that's why we have Hillary Clinton as president. Right. Uh, it's actually because you didn't vote for Hillary, Nathan. You voted third party. That's why Hillary. I did. Lost. I did vote for Jill Stein because Oregon always goes uh blue. And again, we went blue by like twelve percent or fourteen percent. There was there's pretty much no way that Donald Trump was going to win Oregon. So I felt I felt confident in voting for Jill Stein, and my vote doesn't matter because I'm in Oregon. That's it's kind of the well, shitty your, thing. Your vote just doesn't matter. Well, yes, but my vote doesn't matter because our democratic process is not democratic. It's a well, it was a representative republic. And so because we have the electoral college, which is awful, that's why Donald Trump won. Not because of the amount of people voting. or But, you know, he would have won the election uh, by more than that and by the popular vote if we didn't have millions of illegal voters voting for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. It's pretty not satisfactory. You know what else is not satisfactory? That was a joke, by the way. We didn't have millions of people who illegally voted for Hillary Clinton. Because if we did, do why would they put all of the illegal voters voting for Hillary Clinton in California? Why wouldn't those illegal voters go to other states and vote? It's almost like the person who perpetuated that lie is like, you know, a dementia cokehead or something like that. Yes. What were you saying? Anyways, what were we saying? Uh, speaking of not satisfactory, do you want to know what else is not satisfactory? Uh, is, uh, Nvidia's partner, GeForce partner program. Uh, yeah, we're doing that story now. I guess go ahead and take it over, Nathan. Ha <laughs> ha! I don't have that link open right now. I was I was doing that on purpose. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck you, Nathan. I'm gonna go play Mortal Kombat with my mic unmuted. No, no, no. So uh, we actually spoke about this a couple months ago. The G- Nvidia GeForce partner pro. Stop it. Aroa. Stop it. The NVIDIA GeForce Partner Program was awful. Basically, what it would do is make it so that, let's say you're partnered with the NVIDIA GeForce Partner Program, you then would not be able to sell gaming versions of other graphics cards, AMD. And so you would be stuck with selling non-gaming versions, which don't sell as well. Because they don't say basically... It shouldn't have been called the GeForce Partner Program. It should have been called the Fuck AMD Program. Because that's all it was. I would have been. I would have been more behind that. At least it would have been honest. <laughs> I, I value honesty. Would have been called the. Would have been. Should have been called like the like the whoa hold on now cowboy program. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was just about NVIDIA going, wait, wait a minute. You're starting to take a little bit of market share. We need to uh, sell that back here. You're not supposed to actually win anything. Yeah. You're just, you're just there, so we aren't considered a monopoly. See, and Intel, and Intel has the right idea, actually. So Intel will, because they, they fight AMD as well, but they occasionally will work with AMD. They want AMD around. <laughs> but they'll let them get a certain amount of market share. They'll be like, "Yeah, you can get you can get fifteen percent of the market share. We're cool with that." 
And then once they get up to, once AMD gets to a certain point of market share, Intel will then up their marketing budget and basically push AMD down to be like, no, 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 no. You get back down to 10%. Okay there, buddy. But they, they know that they need them around. NVIDIA uh, knows that they need them around, but doesn't really care as much as Intel about keeping them around. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the years-long video card rivalry between AMD and NVIDIA has largely been a positive thing. Uh, the constant attempts of one-upmanship from both companies have resulted in better products uh, and more options obviously. Um, however, NVIDIA may have taken things too far when it launched the GeForce Partner Program. According to the company, the GPP was intended to give gamers full transparency into the GPU platform they were being sold, as hard OCP discovered in an in-depth investigation. Though there may have been much sa un less savory side uh, to the program, NVIDIA hasn't revealed. Um, basically, everyone got into an uproar because the GPP was going to limit the amount of cards sold by AMD if you went um, to different, like, what was it? What is it? Radeon RX 970. I'm looking at a picture here. They changed the uh, Republic of Gamers or whatever to AREZ. Are you guys still there? No. Okay. Yeah, so, we all left. Oh, okay, cool. So they changed the name of one of the um, types of cards to AREZ because they couldn't have the word gamers in the, the name of the type of graphics card they had. Because if you were part of the GeForce Partner Program, you could not then sell that graphics card. So NVIDIA, because of all the backlash, because people like us complained about it, and they knew that it was a bad political move. They they stopped doing it. Um, Thank fuck. Which yeah, it was great. It's great that they stopped it. The GPP. Uh, we asked our partners to brand their products in a way that would be crystal clear. The choice of CPU great. Oh, I'm sorry. GPU greatly defines a gaming platform. So the GPU brand should be clearly transparent. No substitute GPUs hidden behind a pile of technical jargon. Techno jargon is what they said. Yeah. Um, most partners agreed. They had their own brands, and GPP didn't change that. They decide how they want to convey their product promise to gamers. Still today, we are pulling the plug on GPP to avoid any distraction from the super exciting work we're doing to bring amazing advances to PC gaming. Yeah, yeah, that's no. And people, somebody, uh, people somebody got in the mad. comments mentions that Intel has been doing this with HP and Dell apparently for a while. Oh yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm not going to bother googling it, but I wouldn't be surprised by that honestly if uh, it's the case that like HP and Dell aren't allowed to sell uh, certain like, model names like, with with. Well, well, I wonder they, if I wonder if they I wonder if they can't label it as like a gaming laptop or a gaming PC. I wonder if it's more like uh, like Dell has their XPS line. Yeah, like if if they're not allowed to sell an XPS unit with an AMD chip, 
or something like that, that, you know? Yeah. But the difference with those is that with graphics cards, you have, you have two companies that, that make all of the chipsets, which that's right. the same. Right. But then as far as like brand, I don't think anybody gives a fuck as far as like the model name of a particular laptop. Like no. they look at they look at the manufacturer more than anything else. Right, right. But the but the branding with graphics cards, I think, usually makes a bit more of a difference. Uh, well, n- and- not just with like the name, but like because um, like how how Asrock is an Asus brand, right? But people look at that and go, Asrock is the cheap one. I don't yes. want it. Well, it's kind of like um, Western Digital and SanDisk. Yeah. I believe SanDisk is owned by Western Digital. I believe so. And so, but SanDisk is the cheaper one. Slightly, slightly cheaper. Yep. So. They're they're seen as more of the general, the general public form of flash memory. Right. Which I I always buy SanDisk anyway. I. I I will for like SD cards because anybody can make a fucking SD card. Yeah, I mean, I have SanDisk uh, solid state drives in my computer. I, so. I mean, I've I've heard some good things about SanDisk SSDs, but I would, I, honestly, I would just go with Samsung. Like, yeah, for everything, Samsung unless it was. Is, it's it's amazing, but it's also expensive. Yeah, that's, that's my problem with it. Yeah, that's the that's my problem too. Yeah, if Samsung so. wants to drop their SSDs a little bit down. Maybe I will. Until then, I'm good with my uh, my SanDisk. Right. Well, hopefully that class action lawsuit will help with that. Hopefully. Let's let's hope. So I think it's great that the GeForce Partner Program is ending. Uh, if you don't know much about the GeForce Partner Program or why it caused so many uh, issues, uh, I invite you to do some research and also listen to our previous podcast uh, on, with the GeForce Partner Program where we talked about it. You can search for it in the tags, actually. And you'll be able to find it. So if you go up on the search bar and look up GeForce Partner, you'll be able to find uh, what we are talking about. So the last story we have to do is one that Connor wanted to bring up, but I cock blocked him. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Oh, I, thought, I thought you wanted to talk about it. Not anymore, bastard. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I didn't even realize it. <laughs> Man, Connor had an actually good segue, and then you just you just I, came in. I ruined mm-hmm. it. I came in and ruined it. Go so, ahead and talk about your story, asshole. <laughs> so Nintendo has been trying to bring out uh, mobile games, correct? Cor- correct, yep. Aroa? Yeah. No, and- that's not correct. Oh, okay. The in, it's incorrect that they've been trying to bring out mobile games. So the mobile <laughs> games they haven't been trying to bring out were games like it's Matomo. The article is a complete fabrication. Yeah, exactly. So it was uh, Matomo was one of the games. It wasn't that it Matomo or Metopia or something. Metomo. Yeah. Yeah, and that was dumb. Was okay. It I enjoyed based- it for the the week that I decided to have it on my phone. Yeah, basically, you would you would meet up with. Facebook friends, I think, or people that you were friends with in the game, and you would write questions, and then you would answer those questions. It was dumb. There, there was stuff like that. There was also like a like a quiz thing, and or like it, you could do other other stuff with it. It was it was taking the um what the. F- 
fuck was the 3DS game? Uh, uh, Metopia? No, it, no. Um, <laughs> I almost said Tamagotchi. Uh, Tadachi to- Life Tomo- or whatever. Tomodachi. Yeah. Was it Tomodachi? Uh, is to- Tomodachi something? Tomodachi Life. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, so. yeah, something that, like that. That sounds right. But yeah, it was it was an it was more or less an offshoot of Tomodachi Life, uh, or whatever the hell it was called. That was like weird interactions with your IRL friends, and but you could also add your like Twitter followers and shit. It was, I it it definitely like like died off at least in my mind after like uh, like with Connor like a week or so. Yeah. And then they had uh, Fire Emblem Heroes, which apparently is an it's a gotcha gambling endless pit basically. But so it's a mobile game. Well, so it's they, that, but it it's also supposedly like a, a surprisingly all right SRPG style mobile game. That's good. Fire that's Emblem good. Heroes. Yeah, it's uh it's a it's a money factory. It'll uh, sorry, it's a DLC factory is what I mean to say. But the people I know who like Fire Emblem love the mobile game. That's awesome. Uh, but it, that's not ma- making them a ton of money either. They also had Super Mario Run, which failed to meet expectations. And I I want to say the reason it failed to meet expectations was because it was $10. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. If And I spoke about this before with some friends, is that if that game would have been $2, I think they would have sold an obscene amount of copies. Um, I don't know. I, I, think I really so. don't. I think uh, I think if they really wanted to make money off of it and didn't care about the company's integrity or whatever, however they want to think about themselves, they should have just done a live system or an energy system and just yeah. made it to where you could pay a dollar to get like so much energy for free or whatever. You know that yeah, that probably would have made that would have made them a lot of money. I think if they wanted to stick with the selling, like the integrity of the 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 game or yeah, the integrity they, they, of they the they could character. have sold it they could have sold it for less money but the the fact of the matter is most people just don't want to spend that kind of they, they don't want to spend money for a lot of content all at once with mobile games yeah yeah so that didn't do very well the only one that's had a little bit of success really was pokemon go which I think there are still people playing Pokemon Go. Oh yes, but it's not definitely not anywhere near what it was when it first launched. No, which was but it's it's the exact same situation as uh, that company's first game. That now I'm drawing a blank on what the name of it was, but it, yeah, it was yeah, Nanatic or something like that. Well, Niantic's the name of the company. Yeah, he's trying to um, think of the game. Yeah, because they had a game before that that was basically the same fucking thing, but it just oh. had this very ARG kind of aesthetic about it. Uh, you're not talking about the Harry Potter one by chance, are you? No, 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 no. This was a very long time ago. Uh, that was back whenever they were still owned. Oh, uh, uh, are you talking about Ingress? Yeah. Okay, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's it's almost the same thing in a lot of ways, except they added the the Pokemon catching mechanic. Yeah. But otherwise it's like almost <laughs> the same fucking game. Uh, but with, that's fine because it was really good. The, the problem with Ingress was that you couldn't come into it 
like three years after it after it had come out without having somebody to like show you the ropes and you'd have to grind your ass off. Whereas Pokemon Go, you just get satisfaction from the fact that I caught a I caught a, a walrus. Snorlax. 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 Yeah, there you go. It's like, get out of my kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, why are you why are you in my backyard? Which was a problem, apparently, with oh, uh, yeah. with Pokemon I, Go. Honestly, I, I still I would I would play it if I ever went outside. <laughs> you do, you drive to work. Play it while you're driving to work. No, I'm not my mom. Oh, I hate that. My my mom no, you're not actually your mom, does yeah. <laughs> She she actually does that, and it pisses me off every time that I'm riding with her. My I, I had a fucking I had a friend who did that too. I was like, stop it, stop, 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 stop it, stop. You're already a bad driver. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. And so he uh he would he would slow down and like tap on the Pokemon, and then try to catch it while while he was driving like at a stoplight or something. Because like, you you have to slow down to be able to do anything, yeah. And then you slow down enough to to start the catching thing, and then you and you can speed back up to actually catch shit. Right. So fucking stupid. We should make a we should make a mobile game that encourages you to drive really fast. Like uh, you, you get you get more points the faster you get to work. Isn't that's, that uh, that's ways? Isn't it? Yeah, it's like it, to me. Oh, <laughs> it make it makes a little dick doop sound every time I speed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use Waze. I have it installed, but I don't really use it. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I took my I took my boss's advice, and I used to just use Waze. Now I use Google Maps and Waze at the same time. Why? Uh, because they will not always take you the same route, and one of them will usually update before the other one. So if there's an accident or it finds a faster route, one of them will find it before the other one, like most of the time. And you can go with whichever one updates quicker. I, I think Waze, the, the couple times I have used it, it seems to be more accurate with accidents they, and stuff. They they seem to have like different route calculating algorithms. Like, because they, the one, the... One time last week, I, I did it that way, and uh, Google said, just get on the highway here, and Waze wanted me to go down the road another like mile and then get on the highway, and it actually probably would have been smarter for me to go when Google said to, so I, so I think that like Google takes into consideration the practicality of doing certain things, whereas Waze is probably thinking more direct like how much traffic are you going to hit yeah. by getting on the highway at this point? Yes, I was very upset because I think it was the first time I used Waze. I was going from my work to a friend's house and there was no other way I was able to go. I had in order to get to where I was going, you have to take take a singular highway. And unfortunately, a motorcycle got into an accident with a truck. Uh, pretty sure the motorcyclist did not survive it. I would imagine. And uh, I had to sit there for like 45 minutes while they were slowly letting us through. It was awful. So 
But the, I mean, Waze nor um, nor Google Maps could have fixed that one. But anyway, we got into a weird topic there. No uh, shit. But Nintendo is not happy with the mobile performance that they've had. Fire Emblem Heroes isn't making a ton of money. It's making some money, but not as much as they want. Uh, Super Mario didn't make any money, really, because it was $10. You, nobody was going to pay $10 for that game. Uh, Pokemon Go is making money, I think. I think it's still okay, but they should... If they would have had a better better launch, I think they would have done better because we were just, we were covering it when it came out, and the servers were just way too overloaded. They did not plan for the amount of success they would have had with Pokemon, which, again, boggles my mind. You would think that something like Pokemon, you would just get as many servers up as you could and then scale back instead of having a certain amount of servers, realizing you needed 10 times the amount of servers that you had and then having to scale up. That's just me. Or they could have just... This is weird. They could have just used AWS and scaled up Or Azure. Yeah, or Azure. Really. And scaled up that way because you can just make the click of a button and scale up anyway. Um, let's see. The company seems excited uh, to place their bets on Dragali- Dragalia. Dragalia, sorry. Uh, with Psy Games. So Which much- I have no idea what it is, but it looks like it's got anime titties, so I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that they're receiving 5% of Cygame stock. Nintendo reiterates that Mario Kart Tour is also coming at some point between April 2018 and March 2019. So some point in the next year, it's going to be out, yeah. uh, which could Little be a bigger characters. win. I don't want this. Which could be a, a bigger win for them, especially since Mario Kart dominated on the Switch and is the second biggest Switch game to date beating Zelda which is sh- surprising to me. What's the first must be Mario Odyssey. Probably Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys think about the mobile future for Nintendo? Do you think that they're going to be able to turn this around? Uh, I think that this Dragalia Lost game needs to have uh 3D characters that actually have big boobs like the art does cuz otherwise I'm not interested. Yeah, that's actually a deal breaker for Aroa. I don't like, I I actually genuinely dislike this pseudo chibi art style that like the, uh, the final, it's similar to the Final Fantasy uh, nine. Well, and Final Fantasy nine had a kind of a chibi art style too. Uh, the Final Fantasy uh, 15 mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. Pocket uh, edition. Like that and like uh, what they used with Bravely Default. Like I I just don't I don't like it. I'd prefer it if they if they just went straight up full on chibi. Uh, it, I'd prefer that to what they have. Like but the, what the I really, half and really half. Yeah, this this weird like mishmash where they still have like fully detailed faces and whatnot and don't have like exaggerated proportions or anything. Um but I'd rather them just have actual, like, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles or whatever you want to compare it to. Just good graphics and big titties. 
Yeah, I just, I just want big titties. I just want either big titties or make them really, really cute. Don't make them like this weird hybrid. Yeah, yeah. See, Aroa actually has a picture of the original Tomb Raider game, just with those giant pointy breasts. That's what he has on his. I mean, body. I'm I am using I am using an anime titty girl mouse pad right now. That does not surprise me even in the slightest, Aroa. Uh, I think I might have. Did I see it when I was there? No, I didn't have it then. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. No, I, I, you, you, you probably saw my uh, my three hundred dollars total uh, figurines. Yes, I did see those. Hatsune Miku and uh, Megarine Luca. Yeah, and I looked at you like you were insane. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money to spend on figurines, man. It is. Do what, two of them. Do what Connor did. Two, two of them. Yeah, that's that. So. One of them, one of them was a hundred dollars, and the other one was, or somewhere around two hundred. All right, with that, that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> Wait, I want to know what he's going to do. That counter did though. Uh, the amiibo thing, where you made oh, your yeah. own amiibo. Yeah. Yeah, saved a whole lot of money. It did. It saved a ton of money. So anyway, um, wait before we end it though, did did we talk about the or did did was the the Oculus Go talked about? Last week? Did that come out last week or was that this week? Uh, uh must yeah, have been last uh, week, I think. But I don't think did we, we talked talk about, about it? it. I don't think we did. I just really? wanted to bring up that does that seem like a pretty all right deal to, to either of you? What like, is it? It's just a it's a gear, an Oculus gear. Um. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think I've read about it. Uh, go into a little it, bit more detail. But it doesn't please. need a it doesn't need a phone. Ooh. Yeah, I just it's not what I'm looking for in a VR headset. Well, uh, I mean not for not for like gaming, but for if you wanted something for watching VR or, or, or three hundred six yeah, porn. See, I haven't done that <laughs> I yet knew, still. I, I knew where that was going. I knew exactly where you were going with like it. Exactly when I saw it, I went I can't believe myself right now that I am seriously considering spending $200 on a porn machine, <laughs> but you I can. actually was. You can also watch YouTube on it, Aroa. You can, but... We know what Aroa's getting. Yeah. I really would... Re- <laughs> like, I don't, it has, it has I, headphones built in. Yeah. And, like, doesn't require a phone, and it's not going to overheat like most phone VR headsets will. It's not garbage like the one I got at Goodwill. Like uh-huh. $200 is is a tad pricey for that purpose. But really whenever you look at like the the Daydream VR headset that's like what is that like 60 or 80 bucks? Uh it's free. Just, I have it for free. But I'm saying how much does it it normally cost? I think for, it's 80. For, I think it's 80. Yeah, and I, you still have to put your phone in it. It's going to have like well, actually, you can only play it for like twenty minutes or so at a time before it overheats. Yeah, I, I, I think it's actually kind of a compelling concept. Are you gonna get it? Eventually, I probably will. Maybe. Are you gonna, are you I, gonna get it for porn? I'll either, I'll either. Yeah, it will be explicitly for porn. I mean, I'll either do that or don't go get dark like side fill on us and jerk off while you're streaming. No, I, 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 I told you, I've already done that at least once, probably multiple times. Yes, but no uh, one watches you. Exactly. Yeah. 
That's a saving and, grace. And I didn't have the camera on, thankfully. It was just audio. I think I remember going in there once, and you had the stream kept going. You Yeah, but, but you, you thought that I might have been jerking off. I wasn't, though, yeah. thankfully, because I, I remember that. Yeah, because I messaged uh, you. I'm like, dude, yeah, stop it. <laughs> uh, actually, funny story with that. Uh, whenever I was playing, uh, I was playing Fortnite with John last week. I think I, uh, I, I forgot to disconnect from the Discord. Oh no! And, uh, luckily, he had, but I forgot to, and like I was in the middle of it. Whenever I looked over at Discord and went, "Oh shit!" and then I disconnected. But yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a tasteful podcast here. it really is um and that was normally so normally whenever i do that uh i can't mute my microphone uh from my uh my usb thing my my focus right uh all i can do is turn the gain all the way down and uh turn off the phantom power to my uh, cloud lifter so i just have to do that and then flip the mic the other way and then just hope it doesn't pick anything up Please and, please. and normally don't. I'll do that, but I forgot to. So <laughs> you totally would have been able to hear something every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna not good podcast. This, we're not gonna have this podcast anymore. Yeah, this, are we done? This is the last one. No. Nathan has started reevaluating his life decisions. I, I am. I am in detail with his friend's masturbatory habits. Yes, I'm just happy I didn't see his balls or anything when I went to his house. Yeah, uh, you probably did. That was no, why I, I warned you. Just, yeah, he just did, keep on he, blocking be, that memory. To be fair, he did warn me. Mm -hmm. He did warn me that that might happen. I think I've told you before. Uh, I've never heard about this. Yeah, I, I whenever he was there, I was like, just so you know, I sleep with nothing but underwear on and i will very often like i'll throw the, my covers off while i'm sleeping and my balls could just be out yeah it's true and i'm happy Wait, I so are you guys sharing a bed why well no so the problem is my the bathroom in my house the door is right in front of my bedroom door right mm. so like if you look into my bedroom from like if you were standing in the doorway of the bathroom like my balls would be right there yeah so, so I basically said, just look straight forward when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> just, just put blinders on. Yes, I don't so, think I'm going to be here next week. I think I, I need to. I and I can't shut my door because you can't open it from the inside. I told you before there was a we're having a group meeting one time, and this guy I don't want to share his name, so we'll just say his name was Ron. And we're sitting in a circle, and the guy sitting next to Ron leans over. And very, he tries to whisper, but he can't whisper. So he's just like, Ron, your balls are showing. <laughs> so good times. Good times. I did not like Ron very much. Anyway, it is time for us to leave. I thank my panelists. We have Andrew Rowe McVane. I'm on a panel. You're you on a panel. You're on a death panel. The Reaton Entertainment death panel. And Kill all Jews. No, bad. Stop. <laughs> no. 
No. And we only got two downloads last week. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And I we've been stricken from iTunes. I don't know how that happened. Will this be the first episode Nathan bothers to do light editing? No. Tune in. No. I don't know. I guess for around <laughs> next week you'll have your answer. Uh, and Connor, the cyberpunk monk besh. Thank you. I didn't even want to be here. I just wanted to go and stay in bed today. And I am your host, Nathan Reedsbruth. We'll be back next week. With or without Aroa. Goodbye. What are you doing? I don't ask that.